I'm Athena Silver. I'm Anya River. And we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Rebel Crow Psychic Show with your host, Athena Silver. Hi, I'm on your river. Tonight, we want to do a whole episode about the importance of spring cleaning for spiritual reasons. You know, it helps with your witchcraft practices. It helps you to clean out all the bad old energy that's accumulated through the winter and open it up and open up for opportunities that may come in the summer and the warmer months and for all the different celebrations of the year. So aren't you excited, Anya? Yeah, let's get right into it. So be right back. Hi, everyone. So let's get into it. The importance of spring cleaning. I think that it's really important for us to talk about this today because we just went through the winter, especially since we've been dealing with COVID-19 this year and it's our energies are all scattered all over the place. We've been spending a lot of time inside more than we usually would. So when it talks about energy and negative energy, it settles and the more you're stewing in it, the more it can create chaos in your life. So spring cleaning is an absolute must. Don't you agree? Yeah, I do. And decluttering too. Yes. <laughs> decluttering too. So tonight we're really going to focus on the methods that we use ourselves, what we, um, some of the, the traditions that have been taught to us and things that we think are really valuable in the way, in the way of tips and tricks for how you can better protect yourself and better open up new opportunities besides cleaning the house like you normally do besides you know decluttering like you normally do and I'm a huge fan of decluttering for energetic magic I feel like um especially people who have cluttered households like I tend to do when it happens when you do it it's like you are free like I have literally been stone cold sober and (laughs) I'm like I'm like visibly like if somebody saw me doing these decluttering tasks they'd be like no you're not there's no way no you're not you know because I just get so like light and I'm moving fast and I'm like you know yeah it's just something something happens when you throw out (laughs) (laughs) no I agree with you I've actually had where I've been trying to perform spell work, you know, I, I usually do divination. I'll get myself a reading before I attempt any kind of spell work. And I'll ask them, you know, what's needed for the spell working for it to be successful. And I have literally got clean your damn house. It's gross in here. Mm-hmm. And, I've done that too. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go up. I'll start reorganizing. I'll wipe stuff down. I'll, I'll burn some incense to clean the air. Um, there's also things called um, limpias that you can do for your space that that actually cleans it out energetically. 
Okay, um, tell us. Tell us. All right. There's one, and shout out to Erica of One of Floor because this comes from her first book, my absolute favorite spiritual book on the planet, uh, The Cleansing Rites of Curandarismo. Um, she talks about the white limpia, which is um, Epsom salt in a pot and um, like rubbing alcohol or high proof alcohol in it and with dry herbs like rosemary and basil and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you just light a match and drop it in. It goes, Woof! Yeah. and then it starts to smoke and as it burns through the ingredients. And it is the strongest air purifier I have found. It, it removes all sorts of funk. Um, I've even used it for cl- house cleansings for people who are having hauntings and wow. different um, imprints and stuff like that. So it's definitely a powerful one. And I highly suggest that book, by the way, that book is awesome when it comes to cleaning tips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. We did an episode on that, so we should link it here. Definitely. We will. Um, Yeah, that's definitely. Do you open your windows when you do that? Absolutely. Okay. I need it all out. Windows, doors, everything. Although you need to be careful because there are certain traditions that say if you sweep, sweep it out the back because you don't want to sweep your luck out the front. There's people who say Mm -hmm. go through the front and not through the back. It's really like what is practiced in your lineage, the the traditions that you practice, what's ancestrally practiced in through your family and what you've learned. You've got to go intuitively as well to what your spirit guides are telling you. But I, I do a huge cleaning on New Year's every year, New Year's Day. And I go through and I take a ritual broom and I'll sweep all of the negative energy from the year before and I'll burn the broom or I'll break it up and bury it. So do you go front to back, front to back or back to, do you go front to back or back to front? I go out the back. Okay. I don't like to sweep my luck out the front. (laughs) So so when I do, I actually have a tradition that comes from the hermetic um, side and I go from the back to the front, but it's more like sweeping negative energy out. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's not, um, or actually maybe also counterclockwise, but uh, that's something a little bit different. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, bar- it varies just, depending on what you're practicing, to be honest. Yep, exactly. Just, just, just fortifying that, that yeah. statement because it is all about your intention Um, underneath everything. I also go an extra step, especially for the new year's cleansing and the spring cleansing. Um, I will like the new year's cleansing. I always do a special floor wash. You know, Mm. one of my favorite ingredients, fabuloso, isn't it? Oh, wow. uh, You make it out of fabuloso. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. That's one of the ingredients. I put Florida water in there, put a little fabuloso. (laughs) Listen, my ancestors used it. (laughs) <laughs> my family my loved ones <laughs> our ancestors from the 50s used it <laughs> no it's a joke <laughs> but I put like I make it kind of like a miniature spiritual bath and I'll wash my floors with it and I put prayer into it and my intentions into it and you know it, I, I make it like a ritual in its own self and it purifies and lifts not only the visible dirt because hey that's a plus but it also purifies the energies within the home Mm -hmm. 
Uh, right. Sometimes I'll also use room sprays that that are made specifically for room cleansings. And those or are fabuloso, right? Uh, <laughs> those are not fabuloso. No, right? no, no. <laughs> Just the floor wash a little fab fabuloso in it, but it's for the floor, so it's all right. Nobody's yeah. eating it. <laughs> no, no. No, um, no so with those, in... they're, they're with essential oils. Okay. And what's your favorite to do around the house? Uh, it depends on what I'm trying to do. Um, if it's just an all purpose, I really like burning incense. Even mm. if I don't have time to straighten everything up and put everything in its place, it purifies the air. It, it changes the vibration in the room and in the house. Yeah. Um, I also have my house uh, crystal gridded. So I have crystals buried near the foundation in the, the different corners of my house mm -hmm. um, with using like sacred geometry. And nice. I've got such a way where um, I have to re-up it for the spring cleansing season. So I'll re-bless it and, and I'll also go around and say prayers around the house and, and burn incense and, and resins and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's, Wow, that's great. I treat my house, it's, it's, it's essentially a temple. Um, yeah. So the spirits that are here, they're here because they, they're doing work. They're here because they're welcome. They're here. Be, there's always a reason for it, you know? And because I have it set up that way, it keeps a lot of negative out. And it also mm -hmm. protects from attacks. But that has to be cleansed periodically. Yeah. So, so how there's often a lot do you that do goes that? into it. Yeah, no, I know. And your house does feel great. <laughs> I think you can feel the work that you put into it. Yeah. I'm also very picky about who I let in my house. Mm -hmm. If you have and bad every... energy, I'm sorry, you're not coming in. I'll talk to you on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> that's Hey, that's, that's, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because there's certain people who come into my house and they feel uncomfortable in my house. Because mm -hmm. I guess they feel unwelcome. Um, there's certain spirits in my house that don't like certain people I know. So okay, so it's not unwelcome from you. It's just you know the spirits not from that me. are It's the person who's around. there. They can mm -hmm. feel them like like they don't need to be here. Yeah. And it's like, and I notice it's it. It gets to be about a half hour in their visit, and they're like, "I gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of like a home, you know, like entryways and stuff, I use, I love using salt bowls. Yes. So I'll put like a nice. salt bowl, a like really nice Himalayan sea salt and some herbs. Um, and like, you know, I have a lot of, I, I have not made ceramics in a long time, but I have made ceramics, you know, for like 10, 15 years or something like yeah. that out of my life. And, um, I'll, I'll use like a ceramic bowl, like a really beautiful glazed bowl and put some, you know, some of my favorites are juniper, rosemary. Um, I put a few stones in there that are nice. safe for salt and, you know, it's just like this pretty thing. It's a little interesting. It is a little mysterious. Look it looks like mysterious. decor and it's, it's yeah. nice because it looks like it belongs there just to go with the, the flow of the house. you so people who aren't spiritual, who aren't doing these practices, wouldn't know exactly what they're looking at. It's nice. That's, and that's important part about being a witch, being yes. sneaky about like what you have in your house and stuff. But 
Um, one thing to keep in mind, I did not know this. I have cats and kids, but you have to be really careful with salt around cats and kids. Mine don't go after it. So I've never had a problem. Yeah. But a close friend of mine, I recommended this to her and didn't, you know, didn't realize that the cats, you know, they love it and they'll get sick. So keep it away from your animals. If you have animals and your kids, (laughs) yes, be careful. (laughs) I use it a lot for bad dreams or um, to pull out stuff that's been done to you or worked against you is putting some sea salt in a bowl underneath your bed where you lay down, like up, like by the, by your upper body, your head. And it just draws it all out as you sleep. That one's a really good one. Um, I used it when my kids would have bad dreams. (laughs) And then, uh, like, I think if that was me, I'd probably throw some lavender or something in there. Definitely. You know, but just even to just help. the sea salt itself with a, with a quartz crystal or obsidian crystal in the center of it is extra. It just, it's really good. That's a good tip. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great tip. Tobacco and burning tobacco to really? cleanse the air. Does yeah. It smell like, does it smell like a cigarette or what does it smell uh, like? No, if you get naturally like loose tobacco that's natural mm-hmm. um that's just like the dried plant leaves it smells like like herbs okay it smells yes it smells slightly tobacco-y but it, it smells like herbs do like when you burn like strong herbs like even when you burn garden sage like it has that kind of similar smell yeah like woodsy like earthy. yeah earthy <laughs> yeah woodsy earthy yeah, yeah. definitely and okay, it, that's- but it, the vibration is so different, you know, and you're only, you're only burning a little bit on a charcoal disc. So mm-hmm. I also will mix Copala in there. Um, sometimes I'll just do Copala on itself. Cause I love Copala. It's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Um, Cause Copal works uh, similar to Sage in my experience as well. Um, they do similar things with the calling in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Certain spirits, they're like, you want to offer me that? That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of have to go with what they want. Yeah, um, right. A big one yeah. I want to talk about is um, cleansing with relationships when you have a breakup or a divorce. Because cleansing can be extremely healing and extremely necessary for you to move on with your life. Yeah. I have a lot of clients that come to me that are stuck with energetic attachments from the previous breakup and the previous marriage or whatever, you know, and I noticed that they still have physical items that were associated with that relationship, either a gift that was given or an item that belonged to the person or letters Mm -hmm. or photos of the person, items that even just the thought of it reminds you of them. Because all of that strengthens that energetic tie that you have to that person. And that can make you feel really bad if you still have it and you're no longer together. But it's beautiful when you guys are, you know? Yeah. It, it It can turn on you. And when it does, I say, throw all of that stuff out. What is really there to keep? You know, give it away. Throw it out. You don't need it in your life because it's just every time you see it, it's invoking that emotion, that wound that you feel. And it never gives you a chance to get ahead of it and heal it. So 
that's my thing. Clean your house, start throwing out everything you don't need, especially, you know, for when you're trying to manifest a move, you know, you know, just got divorced and you need to move on, clean your house and get rid of everything you don't need. Take only the things you want to bring into your new life and watch mm-hmm. you'll manifest a way forward. Yeah. And it's really painful to let go of some of that stuff. Um, it it's funny that you brought it up because on my list was cord cutting, spring yes. cleaning, cord cut, <laughs> do some cord cutting. You know, um, there's, uh, I, I don't have a simple way of explaining it. I'm sure someone else could explain it simpler, but it's something that's, you know, massively out there and you could find, yeah, go, you know, a way that, YouTube it. <laughs> that, that, you know, makes sense with your traditions, you know, yeah. like, just like Athena said earlier, you know, like makes whatever makes sense with your traditions. But so the cords, you know, um, sunstone will help. We talked about that in another episode. Um, yes the cords that you have with other people and you know, it's like in your body, you know, like it's like yeah, this it's your energetic. Energies. Yes. It's like energetic, like string between the two people that, you know, if, if the relationship is no longer serving, you know, or if it's, it's really difficult to let go of someone who's already gone, you know, yeah. there might be, or, you know, even, even relationships that are, are still ongoing. So and friendships, Mm-hmm. And I understand, too. I understand it might be different for other people, but I understand you can cut a cord and still maintain a relationship with a person. So it's but just the like relationship sort of like changes and sometimes yeah, but that, it can be really positive. Yeah. Like, so that's what I was going to say is that when you let go of that entanglement, you know, mm-hmm. so there's like maybe a little bit of entanglement that's going on. And when you cut that cord, you can, um, almost change so that you're showing up by choice, you know? Yeah. So it's not, it's not like, oh, I'm entangled and meshed in this, in this relationship that's like difficult. And, you know, it's, it's more of, I'm showing up by choice. So it's really good yeah, to do that. It gives you your control back and your free will back. And mm-hmm. you're completely right about that. And it can, it can make you see things more clearly because you're not emotionally tied to that person, you know, yeah. you're looking more from a logical standpoint. Yeah. So that is extremely helpful, but yeah, YouTube it. There's so many different ways to do it. Um, which is one thing I want to make a point to that. Anything what? with witchcraft, there are so many different ways to do it and you should learn multiple ways, you know, Yeah. because you may be on naked and afraid and need to hook up a, a, a manifest some money in a way off that island. You need to make <laughs> sure you can use whatever's local and whatever's you know applicable right in front of you. That is very <laughs> true. You don't always have access to exactly you know. And I'm like, I call myself a lazy witch because I don't do like whole routine you know like the whole routine and everything when you know how some people get really complicated and that's awesome you know if that's your thing that's awesome like I'm so jealous (laughs) but I don't do that you know like I just need to have whatever's here whatever's around um I think a lot of us a lot of us are eclectic witches you know so we take things from different traditions and sort of pull them together yeah yeah that's a good point but even just to, you know, I'm like, I'm a dollar store, which like I will hook up 
ways to move mountains with for like five ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> you know, but it, but it's all about my intention. That's what's driving that force. I'm just using the things that represent it, and it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. These yeah. these spells and and traditions were born in the kitchen. You know, born with people who were were really low income. You know that that were even in some cases from people who were slaves, yeah. and so literally you it's survivor you've got to work with what you got but it it makes you realize the true power that you carry within yourself and how just using intent using the power of speech using the power of thought using the power of vibration singing dancing you know uh chanting praying just the power with that we carry within ourselves is really all you need and when you find that routine of living that where you're vibrating at your highest peak and you're able to just think things and have it happen and manifest, then you no longer need the herbs or the teas or the spells yeah. or the dances because you're living that life. You're completely in flow and your spirits are with you. So you don't need things at that point. Yeah, that is such a powerful point. Like, that's great. Um completely 100% agree with you. Couldn't have said it better. Thanks, love. You know, and when you're get, when you get there, don't get cocky. It's still good to learn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but but it's, it all comes down to routine and what you're doing. And if you really need to flip the script, cleansing is an extremely good way. Um, even back to going back to the spring cleansing part of what our conversation was, was um, the reason we want to go for spring specifically is because during the you know the onset of spring and the cycle of awakening this is the time where we want to manifest opportunities we want to manifest mm -hmm. things coming forward with all of the plants that are growing you know we yeah. want to utilize that vibration in that cycle to to open up things into the summer so that we have a better harvest come fall yeah you know I, I think of it like the actual new year yeah you know? it is although I still celebrate the new year be from it because I work calendar magic mm -hmm. and the new year the it, I work it in tandem to um the winter solstice so from the winter solstice to new year I'm celebrating and doing different rituals those nights right so it's I'm setting up what I'm trying to manifest. And then when I come into the spring, I'm doubling down and affirming what I'm trying to manifest so that it does grow in those um, warmer months. That's great. I love that. I've never heard of the calendar calendar magic before. It's crazy yeah. because I work, I work with astrology and planets. So <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that I never came across that one. <laughs> but I'm not sure if Good it's stuff. a big thing, but it's something my guides have shown me and it's more goes back to the cycles of like more ancient times. Okay. Um, they use right. the different festivals of the year, but if you look at them from above, you notice that they're building and it, they're using a cycle as you go mm -hmm. through it. So every year with these festivals, you're, you're harnessing the energy of that time. You're and right, you're right. and you're building upon it as you go forward in the calendar. So it's I love it. That's great. 
yes, it's very cosmic. It's very large, but it changes your damn life. I will tell you that. (laughs) Mm. Um, It's, it's like working with history. It's, it's intricate, but maybe we'll do an episode on it one day. Who knows? Yeah, I think we should. That's, it's definitely something that's fascinating. So I think more people need to hear about that. (laughs) Well, I'm writing it down. Good, good stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, it helps, it helps to manifest up and things get manifest at peak levels at the summertime. So if you notice that from year to year, a lot of change happens in the summertime, a lot mm-hmm. of new things start cropping up. You start getting people talking about going back to school. You get all the new clothes, you get all the new phones, you get all the new cars, you get all the new homes, you know, there's new marriages, um, that time is, is really birth, you know, and I, the pinnacle to a lot of different cycles within the calendar. So it's really interesting, but. Yeah. Um, it makes me think, it makes me feel, um, think about the middle of the day too. Like it's almost, that's like a micro of that yes. summer, you know, summer peak when you're working with like the sun at the highest point of the day, that's when you're the most active and the most, you know, powerful and, and like things are coming into like almost like full moon, you know, like things are coming to their peak. And that's why it's really important to that point. The opposite of that is the dark side. So winter, that is when I do some of the best divination work is during the Mm -hmm. colder months because everything's quiet and, and, dormant and and slow so that it's I'm able to see further with my clairvoyance and I'm able to pull information that's further out than what I normally could in other months it's one of the rare times that I can actually read for myself which doesn't happen very often (laughs) 12 months (laughs) 12 month outlook yeah absolutely so I do major, major readings for myself and a couple of my key clients, um, during those winter months. And it's some of, some of the most transformational messages come during that time. Mm -hmm. So, but, but with that, there is a lot of emotions that get dredged up, which is why it's so important for the spring cleaning. So it cleans out all those emotions that we've dealt with. If you notice a lot of people get depressed during that time of year. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of time where you're stewing in your own energies within your house and your house is a reflection of your, your temple within yourself. So if you're stressed out nine times out of 10, your house is probably dirty or chaotic, or there's people that are staying that aren't usually there or, or, you know, there's things happen, you know, and it, it affects you within your body and within your life. So going back to that point of you got to cleanse it out. So spring is the perfect time to do it, especially for the people that get depressed. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, and um, I feel like that was such a, such a big, you know, um, like piece of advice. That's it's so much bigger than, just working with your tools, you know, cleaning your tools or, or, or decluttering your space. Like it makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of power in the, our daily routines, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of these routines, if you look historically are roles that people have always had. So that means your grandmother did it. Your great grandmother did it. All the grandmothers of that lineage did it. 
you know, same with the, the grandfathers, they swept the home, they did made sure the dishes were done, they prepared the meal, you know, mm-hmm. so these things are timeless, they're energies at that point. Right. So you want to make sure that with clean, with cleaning and that specific energy that you're doing it in a certain way where it's mindfully done and spiritually mm-hmm. done, because then it opens up so many different possibilities energy wise when it comes to opportunities and career and with your family. If you're having chaotic kids running around, clean your house, they'll calm down. That's great. <laughs> yeah, good. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's advice for me. <laughs> As a mama too, that is a try and true method. And a lot of times, especially if they're around the age of like two or three, you make them help you and you make it a game and it lifts the vibration of the house and it chills people out and everybody's behaving and they feel helpful. It it works like a charm. I do. (laughs) It's just mentioning about kids and what, you know, cleansing and stuff. Um, My kid cannot stand like, herb bundles and every time he gets in trouble I'm like I'm getting the lavender I'm getting the sage <laughs> it's probably because it chills him out and he's like I want to be crazy and he gets so mad at me but then he stops so yeah. it works it definitely yeah. works. I feel like they need to make an entire um version of witchcraft like parenting witchcraft because mm. I, I'm like, I could write a book on that. I know so many little tricks that work on them. My poor kids don't, don't even stand a chance. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're going to be cranky. And they're better. <laughs> I got I got one more um, small tip. Uh, sure. It might be bigger than, okay. So one of the things that I learned, and I'm sure you knew this already, but we all come to the game at different stages. So sure. um one of the things that I learned more recently, like maybe two years back was uh, keep your mirrors super, super clean. Yeah. (laughs) And so the mirrors are like amplifying like the quartz. They're like amplifying whatever magic or whatever intentions you're setting in the home. So that's one thing that I would definitely add to the spring cleaning list to, to make sure that you're not only your tools are really clean and that you, you cleanse all of it with, you know, smoke and salt water and whatever needs to be cleansed with sunshine, you know, anything like that, but also to make sure that your like glass and, and, and mirrors and windows are all like sparkling something that I never have done. (laughs) I just want to add a tip to that. Be careful with mirrors in your bedroom. Um, Mm. It is not good to have mirrors pointing your bed when, especially because of the way we dream. Um, it can open portals and let things in and you don't want that. So take your, wow. you know, so if you have a mirror in your bedroom, make sure it's facing away from, you don't want it reflecting your bed. I would take wow. it out of the room completely if you can. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't keep mirrors in that part of my house in any of the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very protective about that because mirrors are a little tricky there's stuff mm-hmm. that can be done through the mirrors can be worked in a magical way to see things. So I'm a little bit, mm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot you can do with mirrors, magically speaking. Yes. Um, and, and there's people out there that are experts at it. <laughs> yeah. You know? a, we should do an episode on that because just the mirrors alone are, are super fascinating. Yes. Um, definitely. Well, add that's the list. Yes. Add it to the list. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, it's, you know, there's even like we, I grew up with our Dominican grandmother, great grandmother. And um, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of like island superstitions, like keep like, you can't put your shoes over your head in the closet because it'll, it'll make you sick. And you can't sweep over people's feet because it'll bring you bad luck, like things like that. There's a lot of them that she taught me as a kid, you know, um, always at the house, I'd get yelled at like, don't put your feet on the table. You're going to make bad luck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was always about the bad luck. She was like allergic (laughs) to bad luck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I didn't get as much of it. You were the daughter of a, a, of a daughter. So I feel like I missed out on some of those, but. She would even wear um, like these red ties, like around, like in red stuff around her wrist. And when she did cleanse it, like cleanings mm-hmm. of the house. Um, I don't know. She was a little, she was a little bit loose. It was more about like what you can't do with her. Yeah. Right. Um, that I do feel like I, I understand very well. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of that. Like, don't do that. Bad luck, yeah. bad luck, bad luck. <laughs> You know, and she would always tell us, like, don't you look at somebody with the side of your eyes. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. Like, we get a real a lot of choice. She's like, you're giving them the, the bad, the bad look, you know, the, the evil eye. She's like, don't side do eye. <laughs> yeah, side <laughs> eye, like the look. <laughs> so do you but, do anything in the back? Because I was thinking that, um, you know, with summer coming, I usually do like an outdoor altar out there. Yes, I have and one. yeah, you have an altar and, you know, just um, it's not necessarily spring cleaning, but this like energy, you know, working, working with energies, sort of like saying, you know, okay, spring is coming back. Here's my, here's this space, you know, for me to yeah. offer the land, you know, the land deities and the land. The land spirit. spirits. Yeah. I, the land I, I have a, an altar devoted to them. And um, the, the native spirits in this area, because they're very strong. Um, mm-hmm. I make regular offering to them throughout the year. Um, during spring, though, when I'm setting up my gardens, I make a point to straighten up their altar, you know, and I'll yeah. start bringing it in with sm- like bringing them back with smoke and strengthening the relationship with smoke, because throughout the winter, it's a little bit harder to access it because of the snow. Yeah. So, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Throughout <laughs> the winter, I though, I do maintain my relationship with them as best I can. But they have to understand that I'm a Caribbean girl. I, I don't belong up in this New York environment. But, <laughs> you know, so I freeze to death in the winter. But I still make it out there to, to give offering when I can. But um, in the way of accessing their altar, I'm not able to do that in the winter. So in the spring, I come back and I make it a point to tell them like I'm here you know like let's let's get let's do this again like let's pick this back up yeah you know just and, about and strengthen almost, the relationship almost that time <laughs> yeah well I was right? it's funny almost you say that, that because I was actually looking at it today um I was sitting out and I was you know my kids were outside I was kind of watching them you know and and I like to I, you know clean, cleaning it up a little bit putting things back where they go <laughs> mm-hmm. and getting ready you know, to, to, to put flowers over in that area. So it's something that the spirits have been asking me to do for, for a little while. So I'm going to do it this year. That sounds great. 
Definitely. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode all about spring cleaning. And we hope you give some of these tips and tricks a try in your own house and see how it goes. I'm telling you, we have done all these things and they do make a difference. And we, you know, we hope you enjoy them and it benefits you. Um, I'm Athena Self. I'm a professional psychic medium. And I do tarot readings, mediumship readings, and other spiritual services. If you'd like to book a a session with me, my website is readingswithathenasilver.com. My Facebook is Readings with Athena Silver. My Instagram is athena.silver. And my TikTok is athena underscore silver. What about you, Anya? Yeah, so I'm a tarot reader as well. And I also do past life hypnotherapy, past life regression hypnotherapy. And you can reach me at Anya River, A-N-J-A-R-I-V-E-R on Facebook and Instagram. Very nice. Now, if you want to access episodes of the Rebel Crow Psychic Show, um, they are available for free on rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. You can also find them on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms like Spotify and iHeartMusic. Um, We do an episode every Thursday, so come check us out. And we hope you enjoyed it. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.